Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Epiphanies with Janetta podcast. And it's a delight today to be speaking to you directly and not having a guest. And today I wanted to talk about grief and honoring our lost loved ones. And I've noticed over the years in dealing with many people around the world about grief and with their grief, that grief really constitutes our guilt and shame of what should have been done. So most of the conversation in grieving is, uh, if only, and I wish I had, and if it had only been this way, or if I could have changed it that way, or if they had done that, or if we had taken these actions or that decision or said these words. So grief is filled with a lot of regret, really. And that's what makes us miss the person is because we wish things had been different and that we could change them. Uh, well, it's part of the reason we, we miss a person. Obviously, uh, not having them around is a missing as well. But that, that guilt complicates being able to move on. And I've noticed that, especially with parents who have lost children, it goes even one deeper than that, because being able to move on, and, and when I say move on, by the way, I don't mean that you get on with life as though nothing had happened and pretend that everything's fine the way it was to begin with. It'll never go back to where it was before you lost that person or that child. But it is about being able to move forward with a sense of knowing and a sense of purpose because of what's happened. And one of the things that happens with, with parents, and I, I'm sure anybody listening today who has lost a child is likely to identify with what I'm saying because I went through it. And that is, how can any parent who says they absolutely loved and adored their children, how could they possibly, possibly move on? Because it would mean they don't love them enough. If you really love your child, you never stop missing them. You never stop feeling guilty and, and, and so on. So this isn't about getting rid of the missing, as I said. It's about balancing it out and managing it so that the missing is there, but it's in a place of heart-open-centeredness as you understand where the bigger picture is in that loss. So one of my greatest epiphany moments in dealing with my loss of Jenny to suicide after she and I had an argument Obviously, there was a lot of other stuff that I worked through and uh, shifted conversations, internal conversations. But my biggest, biggest aha moment in understanding how that conversation, if I could have had a conversation with Jenny after she died, might be a little bit different, was when I wrote down this and went, I've got it. So to say to you, if you had died instead of your loved one, would you have wanted them for the rest of their lives to feel distraught and overwhelmed at having lost you? 
how would it feel knowing that they were trapped in grief and despair at your passing? And feeling guilty about moving on from our loss serves absolutely no one. And finding methods to help embrace and once again love life after loss is an inspiring way to honor our lost loved one. And when I got that, there was no looking back. I started practicing and dealing with, because it's a skill, by the way, working through all, all those guilts and regrets. There are a series of questions that I used and I use with, with my clients that help them to bring that guilt and shame into open-hearted manageability. It's not saying that those regrets aren't there. They're just managed from a more gentle, open-hearted place. And the internal conversation starts changing. And after all, wouldn't we want our loved ones to rather honor and celebrate our life than spend their whole time saying, I wish and I had and if only and it should have been and it could have been. Those, those conversations serve no one. So if nothing else, I leave you with that pearl of wisdom today as I send you lots of love. Bye.